I took my lad to Leeds. Oh, Robbie, Robbie. Robbie, 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 calorie. Come on, Robbie. We all seen that. We got it trending, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, and do you know what? Uh, what an important day Thursday is now in 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 our quarantine life, because it's a clap for carers or clap for key workers, as it's kind of evolved into. A uh, great moment that happens at eight o'clock. But last week, it was made even greater by something Leeds United did. Their clap for the key workers video, not only made me laugh when I saw Mark Viduka wearing that lead strip because for some reason it like kind of reminded me of playing, like putting my lead top on and going playing five aside, just the way it looked. <laughs> but did you see this video? Yeah. I saw and, it. And and I what was it. what was the moment that I mean it was huge. For I mean, you, David Barty. For me? Yeah. Well I think well, well, for, for everyone, 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 everyone just went everyone. crazy. It was bats. Batty's alive but he's corona-free. He exists. He's doing something for Leeds. He's doing something. It was, do you know what? The joy seeing David Batty on that. I don't know how we're going to top it tonight. I really don't. What are Leeds going to do? So Unless they just do a whole David Batty class. I'd, I'd watch that. They should do a Facebook Live. <laughs> we'll just see him just there. Just standing there. He walk, has massive arms. Walking out, walking out his door every Thursday, just put a camera outside Bats's. And that that will get every Leeds fan It'd through this. No, but <laughs> have a camera right Just there. have it there, Facebook Live <laughs> thing. It'd be awesome. Um, that wasn't the what another thing that happened. Totally out of a lovely story um, came out that it was on Sunday. This dropped, and I saw it on the BBC website that this little Leeds fan called Daniel Orton uh, sent his pocket money to Brighton to try and make the Ben White move. Permanent. I think it was fifteen, just over fifteen pounds. <laughs> and the oh, the chairman. Now, now this is where it gets serious. though. the chairman of Brighton wrote back, and in his reply, he was suggesting that actually Ben White's not for sale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, saying the, he's got his future up, which kind of turned what was a lovely story for us Leeds fans into no. However, Rad's pops back, doesn't he? And he gets involved, and you know we will bump up your Rad's, Yeah, Rad's has got a bit of uh, uh, grief in the past about his activities on social media, but him coming back and saying we'll bump up your bump up your offer, mate, was fantastic. A nice and a really nice touch. So two fantastic Leeds United stories uh, that have happened in the last seven days. And, you know, hopefully Leeds are following my idea of just whacking a camera outside Bats's for eight o'clock tonight. I know certainly I'll be looking at Facebook, hoping that that happens. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV and I love Merv so much, I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those balls. And Emma has almost seen out a second week with Mervyn, the sponsorship. Emma Jones from LUTV, love Mervyn so much. She said, if you ever bring that back, I'll sponsor it. So what we do is we buy oil uh, to keep all the nuts and bolts. Um, although it needs a bit more maintenance. That handle's still looking a bit dodgy on there. But Emma helps us maintain Mervyn and we'll spin those balls. Those balls have numbers on them. Those balls with numbers on represent a subject to talk about. And straight away, Mervyn's on it. What have we got this time, lad? What number is it? 
Number 16. Number 16, which is... Oh, can you believe it? David Batty! David Batty! I mean, have we kind of... Have we? Have, have we done David Batty already just by talking about him t- turning up in the in the clap for key workers moment that Leeds did? I put him at number four. Um, well, I don't know. Look, it's random. It's a randomizer, mate. David Batty. I mean, I speak about him a lot. I mean, he is my ultimate football hero. There was this thing going around about post um, five pictures of five footballers that got you in to made you passionate about football. And my go to, I went, right, I'll find a picture of David Batty. And. It all started, my first game I ever went to, we we beat Man City and David Batty scored. And I think yeah. probably looking at the psych- psychology behind that, at the time I was kind of, I knew of David Batty and I knew of all the players just from reading about it in, in the papers and on C-Fax. Do you know what C-Fax is? No. No. That, that's something interesting we should talk about at some point. But, however, I... I think him scoring a goal obviously made me like him more. I thought, oh, he's yeah. our goal-scoring midfielder. He never scored again after that. <laughs> but I, what came from it was what a footballer he was as far as reading the game and being able to intercept. And there's a great video of when we played Sampdoria. It was it was in the preseason after we'd won the league. And that just summed up Batty completely. And you saw these Italian players. I think Mancini was one of them, the ex, the, the, uh, city, manager. the city manager. And he was just, he was so tough. I mean, physically, yeah. he would take on anyone. And there was even this moment when he played for Blackburn, that's quite famous, in the Champions League. And he chinned his left back because he was being a complete idiot. And, and uh, Graham Lasseau. I think they got banned and all that kind of stuff. It yeah. wasn't very pleasant, but this guy was a winner. And he was, when you read his autobiography, which I know you've had a pop at, but you really get that he wasn't necessarily passionate about the game of football, but he had this underlying winning mentality, mm-hmm. which I think is a beautiful element to any person who competes. And um, is what gets him to the top. And this guy, David Batty, was in England squads over and over and over again. You know, yeah. people like Paul Gascoigne would love playing in a team with David Batty because mm-hmm. he would do the stuff and be brilliant at that stuff that the other guys didn't want to do and it helped enhance them. David Batty played in extremely successful teams all the time. Leeds was probably the one that was the least successful when he was in it. Yeah. And I think that says a lot about David Batty. Now, I obviously influence you massively on any David Batty subjects. We have, he's right in front of us right now is his shirt, the Packard Bell Puma shirt. Yeah. What is your thoughts on David Batty? Because you suggested just when they landed, you went, oh, David Batty's your favourite player. Well, what, what, how do you see David Batty? What's just crystallize it? Everyone loves him, you know. Like, there's not going to be one Leeds fan that says I hate David Batty. Wouldn't or that you, be interesting? In it, yeah. I, I don't think you could find one that says I dislike David Batty. Is there anyone listening here who themselves doesn't like David Batty? 
or know someone who thinks and have, is a Leeds fan thinks yeah. that David Batty is overrated. I'd be interested in that. There was a moment in. I'm trying to think of a negative David Batty moment for me, and I think there was a moment where we were in financial trouble, and I think Bats. I can't remember. There was just something I remember upset me. What specifically it was. I, I, you know, and I'm thinking, was it in a context of a pay pay cuts were meant to happen or something? Yeah. And he went, nah, I'm not doing it. Or did he? I'm not sure. I really don't know. There, there was a moment where I went, oh, right. And I think when you hear that he didn't actually like football, that, that kind yeah. of makes you go, what? Really? The reality is, though, he is my hero and that's his legacy, I think. You know, he will be on the side of Ellen Road and celebrated and on statue forever. I mean, you know, I would, I would be up for starting up a, a just give to build a statue. Could, could like have that. four, you could have the four corners. So you have Brem, the, you have Batty, and you have the other well, two. You've got Revy as well. I don't know. Revy. You've got Revy there. Maybe so you have like, yeah, like, so you have like, what, three, one, two, five. Yeah. I mean, I'd be eight, up for that. But yeah, David Batty, absolute god. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much, I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Mm, oh, do you know what? Wouldn't it be weird if we now in homework lockdown? I'm sure in here there's probably a David Batty type question, um, but we're now going to find out the answer. Did, we're going to see if you got your research right on the English question. That we set in yesterday's episode. Who wrote the book Leeds United on Trial? David O'Leary. David O'Leary. Now, whether he wrote it, he probably had a ghostwriter on there. That it's all about the Champions League season, which was full of controversies. Do you know what those controversies are? No. You don't know any of them? About the Woodgate Bowyer? No. So you know the results. There was all kinds of things went on that season that weren't would leave a bad taste in your mouth and were pretty bad off the field. Like that influence on the field. A group of Leeds players, and you know, you should read the book because it's interesting. A group of Leeds players uh, went on trial at Hull Crown Court for beating a person up at a nightclub. And God. The weird thing is, Bowyer was part of, of that. That's yeah. not the weird thing. But what used to happen is, Lee Bowyer would be flown back by helicopter from Hulk Crown Court to play Champions League games. Oh, you know, I'm pretty sure he'd like to. And, and he scored. And yeah, he, yeah. he, like, he, 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 he like, and he, he scored a goal Did against you say AC Milan. Where it was like, it was like raining. Yeah, AC like Milan at home. Then he'd just come in really quickly on a helicopter. Yeah. yeah. And then he'd come and. And he came and went and scored the winning goal. Scored a banger. Yeah. Well, it, it was. It was what the was keeper it was. A, it was a banger. Uh, the keeper was massively at fault, but it was so torrential rain it slipped out of his hands. But yeah, Bo's got that. So now we go from English to your favourite subject, lad. Maths. Now this you're going to need a pen and paper for. Get a pen and paper. Come on, let's get your pens and paper out. So you're ready for this. I'll read this one out because it's, it's a bit of a, it's a real mathematic algorithm that you might have, you have to figure out. So, if you take Barry Douglas's squad number, 
multiply that squad number by Alioski's squad number, then take away the amount of goals Patrick Bamford has scored this season, you are left with a number, and which current player's squad number is that number? So you've got to figure out by multiplying Barry Douglas's squad number by Alioski's squad number, take away Patrick Bamford's number of goals scored, you'll be left with a number. What is that number and which current Leeds player's squad number is that number? Can you say number any more times in a sentence? I'm not sure you can. Number. Have you written that down, lad? Number. Have you written that down? Are you ready? Are you going to figure that out? Because that's a nice task. Or have yeah. you seen the answer? I've seen the answer. Oh, well, there's no I've point. I've seen the answer. answer. <laughs> right, okay. So figure that one out, guys. Take Barry Douglas's squad number, multiply it by his Alioski's squad number, take away Patrick Bamford's number of goals scored this season. What number does it leave you with? And whose squad number is that out of the current lead squad? Yeah, somebody's ringing the bell. We're self-isolating. That's a good bit of homework. A little, it's a little bit of a. I mean, that's more quizzy than we've ever done before. Yeah, uh, needs a bit of research, obviously, uh, which is always fun and the reason why we're doing it. That's episode nine, Thursday done. Don't forget to clap for the key workers tonight. Let's keep our fingers crossed for David Batty turning up on social media again. We'll see you in episode ten. It's a weekend. Oh.